Hello and welcome back to Freedom Revamp the Podcast. I'm your host, Deshaun, and I'm so excited to be joined by Lise of The Life of Lise. Say hello to everyone. Hey guys, thank you for welcoming me to your space. We're so excited to have you here. So Lise, before we go any further, I would love for you to share with a little bit, share with everyone a little bit about who you are. Sure. So my name is Lise. I am actually a lifestyle blogger and a content creator. I actually just wrapped up grad school last year. And while I was working, God told me to start a blog and I did. And I had no idea that this year I would be able to like give it my all and just get more into creating content and influencing. So that's what I've been doing right over on my little corner of the internet. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, congrats on graduating grad school. I'm I'm sure that was a lot. So congrats on that. Thank you. And congrats on being OB and starting your blog. That's exciting as well. Right. It it really is exciting. I love it. So here at Freedom Revamped, it is a tradition that we ask each and every guest what freedom means to you. So Lise, please share with everyone what freedom means to you. To me, freedom means being able to move in your purpose without fear, without doubt, and just in comfortability and just just being able to move in your purpose confidently. That's what freedom means to me. I love that. So with that being said, how do you go about practicing freedom, whether it be on a daily or a weekly basis? Mm-hmm. So for me, um, because of my definition, it just being tied to purpose, for me, I just feel like giving yourself the chance to pivot into your purpose and to do what you feel led to do and to do what your heart is longing for, that is how I practice freedom. Um, Like I said, this year I was was really able to like give my blog my all and um, just go in with content creating and I actually just launched a podcast. So just being able to just move within your passion and within your purpose. That's how I practice freedom. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on your podcast as well. You'll definitely have to share with our listeners at the end how they can follow along with that. We'd love for them to not only listen to us, but make sure that they're listening to you as well. So um, we'll have you share some details on that at the end. Of course. So listeners, we are so excited today to be discussing overcoming insecurity. This is a topic that is so important, whether it be within our generation or generations to come. Insecurity is something that we always find ourselves battling with. So to go ahead and begin the conversation, Lise, I want to ask you, how does one identify their insecurities? I I really think it's different for everybody, but I know that for me, Um, one way that I I can identify something that makes me insecure is to look at what triggers me. Like, what am I triggered by? What makes me feel uncomfortable? Or what makes me feel threatened? Um, And then get into the why. Like, why is that making me feel this way? Is Is it because I'm not knowledgeable in this? Or is it because I feel incompetent um and just getting to why it's bothering me but I definitely think that someone can find out where they're insecure or what makes them insecure by looking at their triggers I agree I think one thing that stuck out to me and what you were saying um and kind of helped to um, spark my thought is that when we think about insecurities oftentimes it's associated with like 
how we feel physically or how we um, feel about our physical being, but there's so much more to it. You talked about our confidence and our competency as well. And that's another part of something that makes us insecure. Um, sometimes we don't feel confident enough to do something and that breeds insecurity. So I think separating it from the normal, like, oh, I'm insecure about the way I look and also thinking about what it means about our capabilities and how we can be insecure about those as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so now that we've discussed how one can identify them, once they're identified, how do you think that we should begin to address them? Because I think that's the next step. So I'm big on self-awareness and taking the time to be self-aware and sit with myself and the things that I'm battling with. So in doing so, the next step would be to address those insecurities. So how do you think we should go about doing mm -hmm. that? As you were talking, I'm like over here nodding my head because I definitely feel like um, once you know that something triggered you or that you're insecure, you have to like come to terms with it and accept it. Like accept that this is something that I, that is not okay because you know, like when you're insecure, you know, someone knows when they're insecure and then you know how it makes you feel. Um, and I think that you have to come to terms with that. And then you have to just acknowledge it because you can't fix something if you don't acknowledge that there's a problem. Um, and then after that, you can just get into doing the work of overcoming it. Yes, I love that. Um, so to move into my next question, um, We've discussed how to identify them and then how to address them, but then how do we go about ensuring that these insecurities don't influence our decisions? Because sometimes they keep us from doing things. They they keep us from, they essentially breed fear in us. And then we, we miss out on opportunities or we don't take a chance on things. Or perfect example, earlier you discussed how God gave you the idea to start a blog. What if you were insecure in your writing mm -hmm. and, in your and and whether or not you had a platform enough to do so and you didn't do that so how do we make sure that our insecurities don't influence our decisions i think that's honestly still something that i'm working on um just because even when you overcome an insecurity you have things like imposter syndrome that where that just makes you feel like okay sh should i really be sitting at this table or am i really qualified to be here do i really know all the things that i need to know you know so i just think that um sometimes insecurities do limit our freedom they do limit like if we're insecure about how we look they do limit what we wear uh, maybe we're on a vacation and we don't feel comfortable in our body so instead of going to the beach we're just going to sit at home or sit in the hotel like sometimes they do influence our decisions and they do limit us um but i think that over time you're able to just move past it i know that for me and with the process of starting my blog um at first i didn't even know what a blog was i was like okay how does this really work and so even though god told me to do it in august i didn't launch it until january because i was spending those months just learning how to start a blog learning what goes into it learning how to be successful so maybe even someone can um not allow insecurities to limit their freedom by gaining getting new information or gaining a better insight on their insecurities and just learning how to move through it i love that um so moving forward um let's discuss a little bit about ways and tools to overcome insecurity. Mm -hmm. 
when we think about the insecurities that we experience, um, I talked about self-awareness earlier and that comes from self-discovery. What about that do you think is something that can like be a tool or a way in which we can combat insecurity? Um, I think like affirming ourselves. Um, I think a big part of gaining confidence and self-confidence is that at that is to speak life over yourself and speak life into yourself and to encourage yourself. Um, so that's one way that I've been able to overcome insecurities. And that's something I still do even to this day because of things like imposter syndrome. Um, I think another way to overcome them is therapy, honestly, to talk to talk it out um, and get to the root of it and like where it started, why it's existing, what thoughts are feeding that main thought and just like change your mindset. Like the Bible tells, tells us that we should renew our mind. So just like renewing the way we think and getting back to those principles and the principles of being like a, a child of God and a kingdom kid and just knowing like your father is a king, like you're here for a purpose, um, that God is going to fulfill the work that he started in you. Just things like that, like affirming yourself, renewing your mind, and I think therapy too. I agree. I think therapy is something that's super important. Um, and it's interesting that we bring it up in the framework of Christianity because a lot of times um, Christians will offer the they'll offer the guidance of praying, but they won't, mm-hmm. you know, help you through things or talk you through things or realize that they're that is a part of it, yes. But then there's also another part that is much more tangible that we we need mm-hmm. assistance with. God gifted those people with the expertise to help us. Um, so utilizing that expertise um, to our advantage is something that I think is really important. Those are all really great tools. And I think they're um, very concrete tools on how to combat insecurity. So thank you for those. No problem. So if we are to connect insecurity to the idea of freedom. Do you believe that insecurities can affect our practice of freedom? I do believe that insecurities can affect our practice of freedom because when we feel unsure about ourselves, we limit ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to reach our full potential. And when there's something that uh, makes us uncomfortable or threatened, it causes us to shrink ourselves down and to like put ourselves in a box. Um, and I'll just go back to the example of me just creating content this year. It's my first time being in like the influencer space. And it's easy to compare your day one to someone's day 100. And just like, think, oh, look at how they're creating. Look at how bomb their pictures look. Mine need to look like that in order for me to, you know, really be good at this. And it's like, sis, stay where you are, stay in your lane, Um, work with what you have, you know? And yeah, I think that when you do that, you'll be able to move a little more, even though you have insecurities. I agree. I think um, in answering this question for myself, insecurities definitely affect our practice of freedom. We're often bound by our insecurities. We talked about that earlier, like how we make sure they don't influence our decisions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they do. And like you said right there, like the comparison, when we think about how we become insecure based off of looking at someone else's day 100, like you mentioned, when we're at day one, not considering that we have to progress just like they did, um, that we have to experience and learn just like they did. Um, So it's funny how we do that. We compare ourselves to someone who's Mm -hmm. complete and whole 
when we're just right. starting and um, that's not fair to ourselves. So it's very important that we free ourselves of those insecurities and allow ourselves to grow. Um, we all start off exactly. as a seed. And just because one seed is full grown doesn't mean that my seed won't grow. Um, one of my favorite pastors, Michael Todd. He's one of my favorite too. <laughs> Yay, I love him. Um, but he has a series called Planted Not Buried. And that series to me is one that changed my mind and changed my perspective on life because I realized that there are times when I'm underground, mm-hmm. but I'm still growing. Like I'm at that point I'm rooting until I break the surface, until I start to blossom. And that's the part of the process that we sometimes forget about. We forget that a flower has to, it has to root before it can blossom. Um, So until we see something on the surface, we're like, oh, nothing's happening, but there is so much happening underneath the surface. Um, So it's so important to remember that and allow ourselves that growth. We can be insecure looking Mm -hmm. at an empty pot, but if we could see, beyond the surface of the soil, we would know that there was roots growing deep down in that pot that were preparing for the growth of that plant. So I think it's very important to allow ourselves that room to grow. So as we prepare to close, I want to ask one final question that I will myself answer with you, but is there one insecurity that you'd be willing to share with our listeners that you think you are currently dealing with or you've overcome? Mm -hmm. Let's see. So I'm also a perfectionist, right? And I kind of think that being a perfectionist has ties to also being insecure. Um, And it sounds funny, but just because most likely if you're a perfectionist, it it was required that you always perform at your best. And it was required that you you were always giving 100. Like 98 wasn't good enough. 99 wasn't good enough. Like your parents will look at you like, okay, where's the other two points? Um, and part of getting, that's what I meant with part of um, overcoming insecurities is getting to the root of it. But when it comes to being a perfectionist, I just feel like it can sometimes hinder you because sometimes you feel like, if something's not perfect, then it's not good. And then if it's not good, then you're not putting it out because, and then you can, that can just go into you sitting on your gifts and just, um, just not doing what you're called to do. And then someone else doing what you're called to do. And then where are you and what's your purpose? Um, so I think that that's one thing that I'm overcoming, um, kind of like starting where you're at or starting with what you, your hat, what you have, or, um, I've been seeing a lot of people say it on social media lately, like start before it's perfect or start where it is and then perfect it later. So that's that's an insecurity that I have and that I'm overcoming at the same time. I love that. I think I can definitely agree with having that insecurity. Um, I think another insecurity that I can say that I've overcome was my physical appearance. So that is a very basic thing, right? Everyone always says like, I'm insecure about the way I look or whatever the case may be. And for a long time, that seemed like everything. Like you look the Mm -hmm. way you feel, they say, right? So um, in feeling like I wasn't good enough or whatever the case may be, a lot of that took a toll on my mental. But that was like, you know, most of the time that was in grade school. Um, I wasn't really experiencing much of that when I was in college. By the time I got to college, I was so sure of myself. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. But just looking back at like, the reason why I brought that up is because I just recently looked back at old journals and I'm like, wow, to think that that was like the 
end all be all for 18 year old me and 26 year old me is like, there's nothing <laughs> you can tell me. Like it's, it's so funny, but it's because I also wasn't certain of who I was and more importantly, who I was in Christ. And there's so much power in knowing um, who you are in him and identifying mm-hmm. with the God within you that blurs all those things that removes all those false and negative um, ideas and opinions of yourself. So it, it completely changed my perspective. And I think that that's something that I've truly overcome. But if I had to think of something that I'm battling with currently, I would have to say, like you said, mm-hmm. being a perfectionist, um, there's so many projects that I wanted to start. And I was like, oh, I can't do that right now. I don't have the money to do it. Or, oh, I can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. I can't do it the way I want to do it. Right. Instead of just trying, instead of just making an effort. Um, so I definitely think that that's something that I'm continuing to grow through and overcome. Well, Lise, I have truly enjoyed this conversation. Um, and I thank you for being transparent and sharing not only your p- opinions, but your feelings on the topic of overcoming insecurity. It's truly Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. This is my first time like uh, being on someone's podcast. <laughs> so I didn't know what to expect, but I really enjoyed the, the conversation. I think it's something that will help other people to just look into what's in them and what they're struggling with and come to terms with it and just know that they can overcome it and it doesn't have to keep them down. Um, So yeah. Yes, I think that's so important. Um, So before we go, Elise, I have to have you share with everyone what it is you're doing and how they can find you. You mentioned your blog and your podcast coming up. So please share with them your your handle so that they can find sure so you can find me on instagram at miss lisa marie and the lisa has two a's um and my blog is the life of lease lis.com and my podcast is the life of lease and it's just about like growing and glowing and overcoming whatever challenges life brings well thank you again lise and thank you listeners for taking the opportunity to listen to what we had to say on the topic of overcoming insecurities. Listeners, I charge you in the coming week to write down five insecurities that you are currently dealing with. And then underneath them, write some bullet points of how you can overcome them. Change your perspective on the things that you are insecure about so that they can no longer be insecurities, but they can be mere memories of things that you once battled with. We love you and we thank you for listening. And as always, remember to practice freedom.